Today on Locked On Rockies, boy, oh boy, I am a Kyle Freeland guy. You are Locked On Rockies, your daily Colorado Rockies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Rockin' Rockies fans, welcome into the Locked On Rockies podcast for today, the 14th day in the year 2022. Right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, where you can find your team every single day. If your team is the Colorado Rockies, well, guess what? You found the right spot, because this is where we talk about the Colorado Rockies each and every single day. And uh, you can follow us on Twitter, at LO Rockies. You can follow me, the host of Locked On Rockies, Paul Holden, at PaulHolden33. And you can hop on into the live chat on YouTube when we record each and every episode live. Make sure you subscribe to that YouTube channel so you know when we go live. And uh, who am I? Well, I'm your Rockies fan extraordinaire. Paul Holden bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk for about two seasons now and been following this team my entire life. Today on the pod, we're going to talk about the series with the White Sox, what we liked about it, and two players that made a critical key difference in this series. And let's start there. Let's talk about Kyle Freeland. Kyle Freeland is one of my favorite Rockies. I've liked Kyle Freeland quite a bit since he has uh, joined the club. I've often thought of him as someone that is very important for the Rockies organization. A Colorado kid that goes with the Rockies, that sticks with the Rockies, and shows that he's successful with Colorado. I know Kyle Freeland at times hasn't been the most consistent, but that's the kind of the same thing with a lot of Rockies players. But I think we've seen a guy that's bought into the team, that's bought into the community, and that's bought in to Colorado. And we're also seeing a guy that is highlighting the ability or how you can be a successful Rockies pitcher. You can't sit there and say, you know, there might be he's had bad seasons or, or, or whatever, but Kyle Freeland is not a bad pitcher. Kyle Freeland is a good pitcher. Kyle Freeland is a pitcher that helps your rotation. Kyle Freeland is someone that that it would make your team uh, better. He's got a career war of 15.8. He's nearly got his war, and this is baseball reference, so BWAR, almost up to two this season, almost has his win-loss record to, uh, to back to 500, and he's dropped his ERA. In three straight starts for Kyle Freeland now, he has not given up more than a run in his last three starts. And uh, in addition to that, good amount of strikeouts. Not a lot of strikeouts in the game against Cincinnati, but he goes with five strikeouts here coming off of an eight-strikeout performance. Kyle Freeland is good. Kyle Freeland is a really, really solid pitcher and someone that I think has been a key part of this uh, Rockies team this year. The Some of the most successful parts of the Rockies has come when Freeland's pitching. And, and I've said this a lot. Freeland's numbers and Freeland and a lot of stuff on, on Freeland's side would be better if he wasn't betrayed so much by bad defense at the beginning of the year. He's not perfect. He's not an ace. I know he's not DeGrom or Scherzer, but he's someone that takes the bump for the Rockies and I, I think gives the Rockies the best chance to win out of anyone in the rotation right now. I think that Kyle Freeland has been the best pitcher for the Colorado Rockies over the entire span of the season. I know that's not much, but especially of late, he has been really dominant. When Kyle Freeland is in a rhythm, when Kyle Freeland is in a groove, you can see it and you can feel it within the Rockies. He brings an energy. He brings a strut. He brings a passion for the game that you can tell the Rockies benefit from. When he's in a group, when he is moving, the pace of the game, the focus of the game, the way the Rockies approach the dish, the way the Rockies play defense, 
it seems to be amped up. He's one of those players that when he's rolling can help his teammates roll as well. And he has has been really, really good of late here, uh, especially with the Rockies in this season. I mean, the big it's the the, the past three starts alone are, are something to tell you about uh, what he's been able to do. And let's see, going even further back, let's take a look at uh, the other starts. Let's go back into August here. I mean, he that after that August 21st one where he gets roughed up by San Francisco, but he's, he still goes six innings, but he does give up the six runs in that game. Freeland hasn't allowed more than two runs in a start. So in four of his last five starts, Kyle Freeland has kept the opposing team uh, off the board with, with, and, and more often than not. And that includes uh, three games on the road as well for the Rockies and uh, the, you know, the six runs coming at Coors. He's had a couple of, of, of just bad spots there, but he has been better and, and kept the damage light more often than he has uh, fallen behind and given up a bunch of runs. He's had a great September here only giving up one home run in his last three starts as well. An improvement from his last uh, his last three starts in August where he gave up a home run against the Mets, a home run against the Giants, and two home runs against the Cardinals. So we're seeing a great improvement from Kyle. We're also seeing him almost at that total of strikeouts from last month as well. He's up to 16 strikeouts this year. He got 19 in August. Kyle Freeland can... Uh, Definitely get close to uh, to what he can do in strikeouts. That's the big thing. Kyle Freeland is so good at getting the double play as well. That's a big reason why the 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 uh, the the runs are down. He's he's got he lead. I think he was leading the league or he's second in the league in double plays caused. He's got he's he's had over a hundred ground balls in a double play. An absolutely tremendous stat and an absolutely great weapon for Kyle. But I love seeing five-plus strikeout games. Uh, that's really what I'm looking for. Uh, it's really what I'm looking for from, from Kyle, if we can see more of, is, is getting those strikeouts. And, and he has been doing that. He's been striking out uh, a few batters. He's had a couple of games where he's in August there where he didn't. But so far this month, three strikeouts, eight strikeouts, five strikeouts. Really would like to see Kyle getting at least four strikeouts a game if he can. But... Very, very, very happy with the performance that we got from Kyle Freeland today. Instrumental in getting that done. And, and, and another nice thing, what he was able to lean on in today's game, the bullpen comes in and, and shuts the door and gets strikeouts. Carlos Estevez and Daniel Bard, come, Estevez comes in with a little bit of trouble that Freeland leaves uh, because Freeland did have the three walks today. So a few walks there that you, that you don't love to see. But... The uh, when, when you especially with the fact that he had the seven hits, he got out of trouble and Estevez came in and also avoided the damage and was able to do it, especially with the strikeouts. Three strikeouts for Estevez and then Daniel Bard to close the game. Three strikeouts for him. Great, great work from the pitching staff in today's game. A nice shutout on the a, a shutout win on the road for the Rockies is not something you get to say every day. That and against the team that I know has uh, struggled this year, has underperformed, uh, but can still swing it in Chicago. That's a good win. It's a good win for the Rockies, who have uh, really have a, a nice little stretch of baseball here into the uh, back end of the season. Uh, what are they? They've now won five of their last uh, seven games here. So, uh, you know, in a week's worth of games, they've won five of them. Uh, we'll take that. That's a nice little stretch for the Rockies. Uh, one player also has been very helpful 
with the Rockies, uh, a name that uh, you, you you weren't expecting to see, I think, uh, you know, to jump off the page as much as it has. But we'll talk about that in just a moment. But, you know, sometimes you need a little help when it comes to your confidence, when it comes to your bedroom performance, guys. That's all right. It happens. But you know what? We got some people that are going to help you get it right. That is Blue Chew. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis in chewable tablets at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity uh, arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com. Consult with one of their licensed medical providers. That's big key right there. You're talking to a licensed medical provider. And once you're approved, they'll get your prescription sent to you within days. It's all done online. No visit to the doctor's office. No awkward conversations. And no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the United States and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. So if you could benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, chew it and do it. We got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code locked on at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com. Promo code locked on to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. One name that uh, you didn't expect to see, I, I mean, you, they were in the lineup. You were going to see him. But Alan Trejo, really nice couple of games there for the Rockies. He scores a run in this one, gets a hit, goes, uh, oh, wait, uh, yeah, let's see. Yeah, he's one for four in today's game with an RBI, also scores a run in yesterday's game for Trejo. We see the man go uh, one for three with two RBI, big two-run home run. Nice bounce back there. And and we've seen, what we've heard from Alan Trejo, or we have seen from Alan Trejo, isn't much. But there was a piece that uh, he has come up in, and he's really taking a different approach and a different mindset into this stint with the Rockies. He, we saw him first last year. We've seen him a few times. Uh, this one, 20 games here in 2022 with the Rockies. And what has he done? In his last seven games with the Rockies, 348 batting average, an OBP of 400, a slugging of 696, eight hits, two of them being home runs with six RBIs and a walk. The big issue there that we've seen with Trejo, as we've seen with a lot of the Rockies, seven strikeouts there in the 23 at-bats, far too high. But uh, for Trejo, these are the type of series, these are the type of things that's got to feel great for him. This is exactly what you're looking to do to show that you are you can contribute at this level. And if you can put it together in another multiple series, that's going to be a great benefit, especially if he can get a couple more opportunities and cut down on those strikeouts, that multi-strikeout game, strikeout in the other one, he hasn't been able to avoid the strikeout really in his time on the big league field. But Alan Trejo, it's 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 a good to see, good to see when names uh, that you that you didn't expect to uh, perform uh, right away or, and and do what uh, what he can do there and uh there's some great uh pieces that were out there there's one on the rockies website but we're gonna head over here to uh rockspile.com uh, colorado rockies alan trejo adapts to career roller coaster ride by Dwayne Dupron. um over here on rockspile.com you can check it out there the major league career thus far for alan trejo of the colorado rockies has been like that of a youngster on a thrilling roller coaster ride in an amusement park 
full of ups and downs. Currently in his fourth stint on the active roster for the Colorado Rockies in 2022, Trejo has learned how to navigate and how to handle the plethora of moves that have taken place the past two seasons of shutting down of shuttling between Denver and Albuquerque, home of the Rockies AAA affiliate. Allen, uh, despite the sporadic movement between the major and minor league level, the native of Downey, California, is taking the changes in local stride with the right mindset. The biggest thing is to just stay positive, Trejo told Roxpile in an exclusive interview before Colorado's season opening game, series opening game Friday night against Arizona at Coors Field. Whatever the situation may be, you got to make the most of it. That's just where I stand in terms of wherever, whenever I go up and down. There's only so much I can handle, and that's playing well. I just try to stay positive with it. When he has had the opportunity to play for the, club, the parent club this season, Trejo has certainly taken advantage of the chance to impress. Called up for his current stint after regular shortstop Jose Iglesias was sidelined with a right-hand industry, Trejo smacked his third career home run and second of the season, a two-run shot and a four-run second inning in the Rockies' 8-4 victory against Milwaukee. Again, yeah, big home runs for Trejo here in this stint. Just tonight earlier, he notched a career-high three hits and drove in a run to help the Rocks rally from 5-8, a five-run eighth-inning deficit before prevailing in 10-7 in 10 innings against the Brewers. Earlier in the 2022 campaign, after making the opening day roster, Trejo slammed a go-ahead three-run homer in Colorado's 6-5 home victory against the Chicago Cubs, the round tripper. His first since his initial MLB career home run on June 22nd, June 21st came in his first game action in 2022 and only his second bat of the year. I think there's small spurts of things that I've done up here, he said, but in terms of doing a whole season, that's something I've yet to prove. Hopefully, I get a chance to do that. Great stint here for uh, a great mindset as well uh, for him. He's uh, only committed one error and 69 chances on defense as of the writing of that article there on Rock's Pile. The long ball, big, big time. I mean, so important that with the Rockies can get, uh, you know, the production out of that. He's got that uh, third homer of the season from yesterday's game. Really, really nice. It's, uh, it's something that we're that we're seeing it's 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 and it to know that uh, he's trying to take advantage of of every moment he can and and the top of the level that's what you got to do you got to come up big and you got to come up clutch that's exactly what the rockies are hoping for when they're looking and turning to the young guys it was good to see that uh, getting the party started today and doing the damage for the rockies was the the young guys was the uh the young core for the Colorado Rockies, when you look at it uh, here, uh, when the when the scoring started there in the second inning, it was uh, started. You know, Toglia got on there with a wall after a beautiful at back by Toglia uh, there. Alan Trejo is the one that knocks him in, leading into Ryan McMahon, Jonathan Daza, and CJ Crone, all of which who had good days at the plate. Charlie Blackman's going to want to forget this one, but. Uh, Nice to see when Trejo contributes, and we've seen this a lot of times throughout this year, when Trejo or the bottom of the lineup can contribute, and that's leading it with, with the top of the lineup having some heat in some good runs right now, especially Daza and McMahon, both of whom are hitting pretty well right now. Uh, that It's big time, and Alan Trejo, it's a big time moment, I'm sure, for him as he's contributing uh, at the level uh, that those home runs, man, it's got to feel so good to come up and hit home runs. I feel like that's got to be the most exciting thing you can do is to when you're coming up, when you know you have an opportunity, when you're getting a nice series of games to play together, to put together a couple of home runs, three home runs in that span or two or three home runs, whatever he's hit now uh, in his time that he's gotten to play. Since Jose has uh, been on the injured list, that's uh, a, a good news and good sign 
for him. Um, but you know, we'll we'll have to keep seeing with Trejo again as as a lot. The, the 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 verdict is still out on so many of these young guys, but I am I am encouraged and it's good to see you still got the you know the, the mainstays with the Rockies, but it's still good to see Tolia serving Trejo getting some playing time. Hopefully Montero gets back in the lineup here real soon as well. I mean, but he it's not like Montero hasn't been playing at all. I just am trying to see Montero in the lineup as much as possible. Nice win for the Rockies. They stay in Chicago, and uh, we look ahead to that here and more in just a moment. All right, Rockies 3-0 victory over the uh, White Sox today. They're staying in Chicago and heading uh, over uh, to Wrigley Field. Some early games, an off day tomorrow for the Rockies before they head to Wrigley Field to play the Cubs for a three-game set. Uh, Herman Marquez getting the look there for the Rockies. Let's take a look at where how Herman has been doing in his past few starts. He wants to do better than his last start, that's for sure. Nine runs given up for Herman, two home runs, three walks, two strikeouts, only lasting the four innings against the Diamondbacks there after getting shelled at home. Two good starts before that, however, at the Reds and at the Mets going seven innings, only allowing the two earned runs. Four strikeouts, five strikeouts there for Herman as uh, this season that uh, I'm sure he's ready to to for it to be over. Uh, is he a nice good bounce back start? Would be exactly what Herman Marquez needs here from from that. He's he's done that before. We've seen him do it uh, a couple of times here in this season. But uh, boy, it has just uh, been a been a tough one here for for Herman for the, uh, the the Rockies ace in this one. Uh, the, the home runs, especially he is now two home runs away from giving up a career or tying a career high in home runs. Hopefully he can avoid that though. But, uh, we big and what the nice thing we would see from Herman for, from, for the rest of his starts for the rest of the time that, uh, we get to see him pitch this season, no home runs that I, I that's the thing, no home runs. To avoid the big barrel, avoid the big hit there, I, I think is what we really would be encouraged and like to see from Herman if, if, if that new approach. I, I'm curious what the offseason will look like for him, what his mindset's like, what he's going to go and try to do. He's got to get back to missing bats, and he's got to get back to not missing so badly over the middle of the zone. But the Rockies will look to turn to Herman for a bounce-back start on Friday, and we'll be breaking it all down right here on Locked on Rockies, where you can find your daily Colorado Rockies podcast. Folks, that is going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Rockies. Thank you all so much for joining us today. You can follow the show at LO Rockies on Twitter. You can also follow me at Paul Holden 33. If you want to be part of the show and know when the show goes live, all you got to do, subscribe to us on YouTube. Just search Locked on Rockies, and you're going to be taken to where you need to go. And if you want to stay up to date with all things Colorado sports, well, the Locked On Podcast Network has you covered. You can go and check out the Locked On Broncos, Locked On Avalanche, and the Locked On Nuggets podcasts. And of course, if you want more baseball, as who doesn't want more baseball? We'll all love baseball around here. You can go check out the Locked On MLB podcast, where your guy Sully is going to take you all around the league with the best in baseball, past, present, and future. Until next time, folks, this is Paul Holden saying so long from the Locked On Rockies podcast.